Today we look at Proverbs 24 verses 17 and 18. Do not rejoice when your enemy falls, and let not your heart be glad when he stumbles, lest the Lord see it and be displeased and turn away his anger from him. So in our text today, Solomon seems to want us to take note of where our joy has moved to. Where is our joy focused? Did you catch that in the text? Um, what are we rejoicing in? What is now currently making our heart glad? Used to, I mean, as a believer, used to, our heart rejoiced in Jesus Christ and His mercy upon our lives. And now the world has somehow um, pulled us in another direction. So let me read 17 again. Do not rejoice when your enemy falls. And let not your heart be glad when he stumbles. Now, the truth is, we've all been hurt many times throughout our life, some very tragically. Um, and we've all been on both sides of the equation. We've been the one dishing it out at times in our life. And when someone who has hurt us um, experiences pain or hardship, our initial response may be to be happy about it, right? Maybe you were mistreated uh, 30 or 40 years ago, maybe many times, and you replay those tapes in your mind often. When they fall, you think they got what they deserved. Well, these things should not be so, my friends, not as believers. We who have the righteousness of Jesus in our life, we are looking forward to Judgment Day because of that. We're, we're going to be judged by His righteousness. But while in this life, I mean, it's a great evil for us to, us who have been shown mercy, to wish evil on others, knowing to this very day we're still sinners. Our Father loves us, and uh, even like a father on earth loves his children, he disciplines them when their affections turn away from him. And in our text today, we see that the, the joy and the rejoicing, the affections, have turned away from God. And now we are rejoicing in the fall of those who have harmed us in some way. Now, in the Old Testament, we see that at times God postpones judgment on evil nations. And instead, he brings his own people into bondage. To that very nation until their affections turn back to the Lord. <clears throat> so verse 18 of our text today, lest the Lord see it, when we're rejoicing, of course, uh, in the downfall of others, lest the Lord see it and be displeased and turn away his anger from him. So we, we see that, I think, happening in the Old Testament among Israel uh, when they their affections turn away from God. And so... Uh, let's go to the New Testament in closing here and look at this analogy Jesus gives in Matthew 18. Verse 23 begins, Therefore the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who wished to settle accounts with his servants. When he began to settle, one was brought in to him who owed him 10,000 talents. And since he could not pay, his master ordered him to be sold with his wife and children and all that he had and payment to be made. So the servant fell on his knees, 
imploring him, have patience with me and I will pay you everything. And out of pity for him, the master of that servant released him and forgave him his debt. So yeah, that's a nice story, right? And if you're a child of God, um, you got this promised uh, inheritance full of riches uh, that God has given you. He's forgave all your sins. He's rescued you from, from prison and from slavery through faith in Jesus Christ. But in this telling by Jesus, the, the story turns sour and the servant did not have a truly repentant heart. If we think about this in the life of a people and what the analogy points to, this person did not see the glory of God in the mercy that was shown him. He did not see the beauty of Jesus. He did not learn mercy. He didn't truly understand it. It wasn't internalized in his own heart because it had no transforming effect on his own life. His heart was not changed. And verse 28 continues the story. But when that same servant went out, he found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred denarii. And seizing him, he began to choke him, saying, pay what you owe. So his fellow servant fell down and pleaded with him, have patience with me and I will pay you. He refused and went and put him in prison until he should pay the debt. When his fellow servants saw what had taken place, they were greatly distressed and they went and reported to their master all that had taken place. Then his master summoned him and said to him, you wicked servant, I forgave all that debt because you pleaded with me. And should you not have had mercy on your fellow servant as I had mercy on you? And in anger, his master delivered him to the jailers until he should pay all his debt. So also my heavenly father will do to every one of you if you do not forgive your brother from your heart. So, I mean, this is, uh, I think it points us directly to the question, has our heart changed? It, has our heart experienced the mercy of God? Um, has, is it transforming our own heart, uh, seeing the glory of God? As 2 Corinthians 3.18 says, and we all with unveiled face, beholding the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from one degree degree of glory to another. So, you know, I mean, seeing God for who he is and the beauty of Jesus, why he's good news for our soul in the mercy that he shows us, it changes our hearts, heart in order to have mercy on others if we're truly uh, repentant and we truly humble ourselves. I mean, this, this wicked servant, he could not pay the debt that was owed him. Um, and we cannot do, do it either. I mean, good works won't atone. It, it don't work. It does not compute. Uh, and Jesus tells us that there's only one hope for us. And in Matthew 9, 13, Jesus said this, Go and learn what this means. I desire mercy and not sacrifice. For I came not to call the righteous, but sinners. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for your word today, Lord. And uh, may we not wish evil upon those who have done us evil. 
and help us to rather walk in your love and, and pray for and encourage and, and help others in this broken world uh, as you helped us and shown us that you're the greatest treasure in the universe. You're the one worth loosing our hands on all the world promises and finding our delight in you. And your word says how you're not wishing that any should perish, but that all should come to the knowledge of, of the truth and, and reach repentance, Father. And we do that, Lord. Thank you for showing us that this happens only by your mercy through your son, Jesus Christ. And Lord, help us to have this same heart of transformation within us uh, as we uh, love others and share uh, your beauty with them, Lord. Thank you for this great gift in Jesus Christ. Amen.